Welcome to the latest Nicholas Lee soundtrack podcast. In this episode, the four of us got together and talked hardcore. We talked about some new records that we like, or maybe just one new record that we liked. I, I don't remember. Anyway, we talked about uh, This Is Hardcore. Chris attended that this a uh, couple weeks ago. We talked about uh, the upcoming Sound and Fury Festival. We gave some thoughts on some of the bands that are playing, and we encourage you to check out all the bands that are playing and see what you think about them. We have opinions, but our opinions are not gospel, as I may have mentioned during the episode. We talked about some records that we like as well, so enjoy this core talk, and we will see you on the next one. Yo, this is the core of Nickel City soundtrack. State of the state of the core address, <laughs> or state of the core discussion. That's how it started. State of the core, state of the core address. Today, we're going to talk about some stuff, uh, just like new stuff we're into. A little. This is hardcore talk, some show talk, things that we've been seeing going on, and what you know opinions we have on them. Yeah. Cracking on herbs for saying dumb shit in other podcasts. <laughs> You know, state of the core address. Talking shit, getting not getting hit. Hopefully, not not getting turned talking into shit. A... <laughs> talking shit, throwing hits, <laughs> something like that. There's a show next week. That's a uh, healer and smash grabber playing. What? Where is what is actually? Uncle Buck? Is that where where it is? No, that's no, the headline advance. I don't know. <laughs> I think Uncle Buck is like a like a a fan of that a power violence type band. It's that timeless babes. What's that? It's that timeless babes. It's like in the basement of the store. Okay. So what date is that show? Uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. So people should go to 21st. that. Yeah, because it's the same day as my next band practice, but I'll see about that. But yeah, we should definitely, people should definitely go to that show because there's not that many shows happening and you got two good Buffalo bands playing a show next Thursday. So definitely check that out if you're listening to this. It'll be a good time. That's all I wanted to say. Definitely a report back to what Uncle Buck is and why they're headlining. Yeah. Maybe I can get a, maybe I can do a, 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 a scene report. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, so you went to this is hard for chris tell tell us a little bit about that i did i only went on saturday yeah um and i only watched half the bands that i wanted to watch because other things were going on to be honest with you the vibe was really good mm-hmm. um everything was chill like every it was it was great it was great to see it come back been two years and there was questions as to whether or not it would mm-hmm. and and if it did come back how it would be yeah uh like saturday was really cool there was a lot of new kids like 17 to 20 which yeah. weren't 
their pre-pandemic and that a lot of people, some of the people involved with this is hardcore. Older people were just like, this crazy scene, so many kids. It's great, which it is great. Every scene needs an influx of kids because while not everyone will agree with this, hardcore is a young person's game. Like we can have a voice in it because we've been around, but the younger, the younger generation is what's going to keep hardcore going and vital as long as they don't go in some weird direction. But so it's great to see hardcore kids coming out and being into it and being stoked on it. And like a guy was telling me that, you know, these kids came early to help them set up and still paid to get in. Like they had no expectation of getting in for free. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome. And it's great. You know, and I know Buffalo has an influx of young kids, like hardcore kids, you know, and a lot of other places are starting to see that. Like, so as much as the pandemic sucked, it seemed like it's, it's legitimately brought in new blood. That's cool. Who are your, who are some of your highlights? So I only watched um, Pain of Truth, who were really good and got a crazy reaction. I was surprised at the reaction that they got. Mm-hmm. Never Ending Game, who didn't get as much of a reaction as I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Um, Ringworm, who were fan-fucking-tastic mm-hmm. and did not get the reaction they deserved. Mm-hmm. Fan-fucking-tastic. Probably the best band that I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's another one in there. I meant to watch Drain, but I got caught in, caught up in talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like other people that watched them said they were great. They said that they're the new, like that they're the new incendiary. Take that for what you will. Uh, well, still a band, right? <laughs> they are, but like they've been around for a while, and yeah. you know, like I haven't seen Incendiary in a minute. And honestly, every time I saw Incendiary, they kind of bored me. So. But that's me. I know a lot of people dig them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the band that I was mainly there for, fucking Fury of Five. Yeah, I know it's by your posting. Dude, <laughs> they were they were fucking great. I think that's the only live shot I posted was Fury of Five. They were fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> big fan, particularly of actual Fury of Five, and not like Fury of kind of Five. Yeah, this was that, a legit Fury of Five. For a couple of years, like this is a legit Fury of Five, and you could tell it was. So I was like, okay, this this is the real deal. Did they get a big reaction? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, awesome. Pretty good. Um, and then I left after that. Uh, you know, how many times can you see Madball in a year? Was it? And, oh, so uh, it wasn't over by the time when you? It wasn't over when you no, left. No, it was. It was Madball and Hatebreed were. Left Hatebreed was headlining doing uh they said Perseverance, but the set list was a mashup of Perseverance, uh Satisfaction and Under the Knife. Yeah. Um and a lot of people were excited to see them because uh for a lot of people it was their first time or the first time in a long time seeing Hatebreed in a hardcore capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, that was kind of cool to see people like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, like a hardcore show. This will be cool. And I'm thinking, I don't see Hatebreed often, but when I do, it's generally only in a hardcore capacity. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not like, I mean, I saw him at a warp tour once I saw him on that obituary tour once, yeah. but then in recent years, I saw him at B and B that was a hardcore capacity. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they did a um, Jinx Proof anniversary show in DC with Chromax and Worlds Collide. That was on fucking hardcore capacity, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was it was it was cool for those kids or those people, mm-hmm. but you know, I dipped out. I think I saw him at the showplace. Like it must have been like between 2005 and 2010, and they had brought their things that they stand on at the yeah at the, like at their big shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they had that at the obituary show. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the little risers that they yeah. put their feet on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, thing. Stand on. Look like Jamie Hayward uh, has long hair now. Do a long hair and a beard was like, yo, like, what's this weird ass looking leprechaun doing up there? <laughs> I saw pictures the next day and I was like, ooh, man. I saw a video and it probably took me 15 seconds of a song that I know by heart to process that it was Hayward because Jamie looked so weird to yeah. me. Yeah. I'm so like, who's weird. that guy? Is like a red Hayward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but cool, I, mean, I saw videos the next day. People said it was great. Um, friend of mine told me that Gridiron got a huge reaction. Uh, the next day, I didn't get many reports on the next day, but he did say that, um, during Leeway's set, people were getting, some people were getting a little emotional because they're feeling like that might be the last time. And the videos that I saw, Eddie's not looking good. Uh, and he said that like, he had to take a lot of breaks between songs. That sucks. I was surprised that yeah. they were playing because I knew he was—he's—he's—he's he's, he's sick. I kind of feel like it may have been a like, let me go out like this kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. Hopefully like, not, but you before know. before I can't do it again, and in case I can't do it again, like mm-hmm. let's let's make this happen. Awesome. Well, I'm glad people got to see him again. That's cool. Yeah, and and congratulations, guys. This is hardcore for doing like for pulling it off. You know, making it great. The only criticism or opportunity is there were no vegan vegetarian food trucks. Do they usually have those? Yeah, there used to be in the past. There used to be like one or two things. Nobody had French fries? <laughs> French fries aren't a meal, motherfucker. <laughs> well played. And the French fries were $10, man. Ten dollars. You gotta spend money, man. Mr. Big Bucks. I don't know what you spent in the group chat. I couldn't even imagine what $10 worth of French fries looks like in terms of what I would value $10 worth of French fries at. Right. You go to like, you go to a shore town and get $10 of French fries and you're feeding a family. You go to like a food truck and get $10 of French fries and you're walking away hungry. Yeah. Bummed that I missed end it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm bummed that I missed live it down, but you know, these things happen. Yeah. So you were there when they played End It? No, I, I stopped by a friend's house before okay. uh, that I haven't seen in a while. Um, and just got caught up in talking to him and his parents. And, and yeah. I was like, all right, well, I miss those bands. I'm sure you'll be able. I'm sure there'll be another opportunity at some point for End It. So. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, on, they're on the upswing. End It has a weekend record release coming up. In Baltimore and Richmond, I think the 22nd and 23rd. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, the Richmond lineup show is fucking crazy. Burn, Crown of Thorns, End It, Live It Down, and I want to say like four or five other bands. Maybe is too it, many is bands. Strike Distance playing that? Yeah. I, I think, think they so. are, yeah. You going? Uh, that I don't know. Still I was talking to Alex. To figure that out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I love Striking Distance, but I don't know about... Uh, 
I don't know about a nine hour solo drive <laughs> with five dollar a gallon gas. Yeah, right. yeah and four four sixty four four sixty, bro. Four sixty. Yeah, you come in <laughs> you come into Jersey and it's less than that. <laughs> on the long way. <laughs> I still got a long way to scoop me up. <laughs> well, I'm I'm still going to New York the next week. So oh, what's in New York? Is that, is that uh killing time? The, or, uh, the Howie show? Yeah. Or oh, okay. Just making sure you're not suddenly in Italian blood. Yoink. Oh Jesus. <laughs> 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 you guys, you guys. Um, yes. That that killing time, that show should be great, but I'm curious to see how Carl Porcaro, if that's how you say his last name, if that is his last name, it how is. he pulls off playing like four sets in a row or three sets. Oh, yeah. Alone he's in crowd. Breakdown alone in crowd and killing time. Jesus. Oh, damn. Yeah, he a break. So he's a break. Real, real interesting to see how, how killing time is by the you know his third set of band playing. <laughs> I'm still more worried about Anthony, but, but you know. so this is oh killing time. I watched killing time at this is hardcore because you have to. Yeah. Um while he did hold the set list in his hands, they didn't miss the mark. It wasn't like Nate Fest. That was and, <laughs> the most depressing set I've ever seen a band play. Dude, that set was like me and my friends were laughing so fucking hard during it, particularly when he wiped his face with the set list <laughs> and, and could no longer read it. So, so Killing Time was so bad at Nate Fest. So bad. Correction. That, killing like, Time Killing Time was uh, was mostly fine, and Anthony had no fucking idea what planet he was on. Yeah, he was like, he was singing the wrong lyrics to the songs. He was forgetting lyrics, which I don't know how after like, 25 years or, or whatever it was at that point you forget these songs but like he's forgetting songs singing different songs to the music i don't know if he was having some kind of hearing issue or something and he's holding the set list and in his frustration he wipes his head with the set list <laughs> so now he can't even read what song he's supposed <laughs> to do next oh, wow. and, and it was it was a train wreck and quietly uh, that this is hardcore that they played after that was quietly going to be their last show. Um, but they, they fucking killed it. Like it was one of the best times they ever played. So they kept it going. That's cool. That set was so fucking bad. I was there with Jeremy Smith and my friend Milford. And uh, we, we were all pumped to see the Cro-Mags after them. I turned to the two of them while Killing Time were playing. I was just like, this is so fucking bad. I just want to leave. And they said, yeah, that sounds good. And we all, we all agreed to leave in the middle of their set because we were that bummed out by how shitty uh, it was. We, we couldn't stop watching. Like, we could not stop watching. Did it get like, better it at any like, point? Because no, we left after like four worse. songs. It got progressively worse until the end. The band, you could see the band getting mad at him. Yeah. The band, it's it's it online. The band was on point. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I couldn't hear he it through just, the monitors. It's like every yeah. single other band played fine. <laughs> fine to great. There was nothing wrong just with the, the monitors. The wiping his, his head with the set list was just like... I do wish I'd oh, seen that. Chef kiss. Oh, oh, it was fucking amazing. Because he's just like... Oh, and he's like... Oh. You know, like, you're just so defeated. Like yeah. He was already... It was like kicking him while he was down. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, think, I think that they're going to be... Awesome. 
at this coming up show because it's like Rich's memorial show. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's going to be an emotional show. It's going to be a crazy show, like fucking alone in a crowd, uppercut, maximum penalty, breakdown, killing time. Uh, unfortunately, Ben Blue and whoever it is that they're on tour with is playing the same night. This is a bummer, man. That's, uh, that's a bummer. Where's that show? I don't know, because it's the same night, so I'm not even like, I would like to see Ben Blue, but it's like, sorry. I'm an old guy. This is the old guy show is calling me. Yeah. That's an easy choice there. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So what else? So that so that was it. That's what you saw of this is hardcore. Yeah, I mean everything was cool. Uh you know, like I said, the only the only opportunity would be vegan vegetarian option truck. Hands off the animals. It was it was an interesting the the wide range of shirt prices was interesting. Yeah. Like some bands were selling their shirts for 15 or 20 and other bands were selling them for 30 shirts. And it's like, like what the fuck? 30 bucks. Like what the fuck are you doing? I mean, um, they've gotten, they definitely gotten up. So. Yeah. I, I know that like general costs have gone up, but not $30 up. Yeah. You can still know. get blanks for, you know, four bucks, five bucks. Yeah. If you want to go with shit. Yeah. But yeah. like, I mean, everybody's kind of doing, I mean, some people are still using the run of the mill, but like some people are trying to do comfort colors, which the blanks are like 13. Um, not, and I'm not saying that doesn't justify a $30 price tag. Um, and uh, those soft um, Gildans, the soft Gildan hammers, those are probably, those are probably between 10 and 12, I think. I mean, they're not you 13. Get, dude, like, you can get hammers first for six to eight bucks. Well, there's different, different hammers. You can't touch this. There's the one that's soft and there's another one. But to your point, it's less than the, um, like, I think the comfort colors are the most expensive. But even still at 13, like a $30 shirt, that's still a 17, you know, $15 profit after, depending on how many you're printing, like even a 10, I don't know, like, what do I know? I just know that shirts are going up. Yeah. And I, I partially blame the bootleggers because they're all selling their shirts for 30. Cool, man. So what what else is going on? And the record drop Friday. Yeah. I'm a fan, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> you turned me on to them, so I'm a fan. Yeah. They, they, they've, got, they've got not one but two videos off of their 7-inch. 12-inch. <laughs> <laughs> 12 12-inch? It's probably yeah, apparently it's... it's yeah, it's, maybe I don't know, but it's apparently cheaper to press a twelve inch than a seven inch at this day and age. Oh, really? That's cool. I think I really priced really similarly, but the turnaround time on seven inches is way longer because all the infrastructure that has kind of come in in terms of pressing plants and like increasing capacity uh, has really been geared toward LPs, and there's yeah. like no increase in the number of seven inch pressing plants available. Yeah. Plus, they can justify it by charging more money for yeah. a 12. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, one criticism of that band, there's no, like, lyrics anywhere. I can't find any lyrics. I'm sure they're Maybe in the record. Maybe in the, in I'm the, sure record. the record. I mean, they, but... had, they had the CD at the hardcore, but not the vinyl. Yeah. Oh, and I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Cash only finally got the Combust record, so those should be going out soon. Cool. Yeah. Then maybe sometime next year I'll get my Robbery 8 LP too. 
<laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. I'll survive. Yeah, you'll <laughs> live. <laughs> um, what else came out recently? What's what's new in hardcore? The skinhead 12 inch came out today, which I had no idea about until I randomly saw it online like four hours after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic as, as it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's four new songs and then the four song tape on a twelve inch of two different colors. <laughs> That's cool. Who put that out? Uh closed casket. Okay. Cool. Very cool. So uh yeah. Awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, if the inter- if the internet is to be believed, speaking of skinhead and skinheads, yeah, I believe Violent Way is going to announce their record next week. Yeah, if that's an LP. That if that hint that they've been dropping today is what? What's up, Chris? Uh, I didn't hear itch. Uh, they, did, they did a video teaser. It dropped today. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be an yeah, LP. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. Who's putting that out? We don't. Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's. What's that? They're self-releasing it. Oh, really? Oh, are they? Yeah. Great. That's cool. Awesome. I'm sure they'll play anywhere and everywhere to promote the shit out of that thing. Those guys. Yeah. Those guys play African everywhere, so that's cool. It seems like they got a, a new show announcement like every week. Definitely. And it's everywhere. Good for them, man. Making it's it everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It's it's really interesting how they've been doing it too, where they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to play three shows in Texas. Yeah. Like just, yeah. I mean, as opposed to we're going to work our way to Texas and then keep playing from there. But so I mean, here's shit, the thing. They're doing it. Wait, here's the thing. And this may or may not be a reason why, but I kind of feel like between here and Texas, there's no skinhead scenes. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, I, I know there's a big one in Texas, and I know the spots they're playing on the West Coast are big on oi or oi friendly scenes. But, and you know, like getting to Texas is a long drive from St. Louis to Texas. Yeah. Speaking of Texas, you know, just, sorry, not to interrupt. Like, I was at the bank today, right? And this guy, he's like, he got some check from Texas or something. He starts talking about how, like, I'm glad I don't live in Houston. You know, all the immigrants coming across the border and stuff. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, leave me the fuck yeah. alone. And then he yeah. wouldn't stop talking. I'm like, ah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Like, what, what is wrong with people? <laughs> and, uh, and speaking of Texas, shout out Miguel in Chaos City. Hopefully he'll actually, hopefully you'll get to uh, actually catch Violent Way this time. <laughs> yeah. Is Houston even near the border? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in the sense that the Gulf is kind of a border. Sure. <laughs> well, this guy was talking about how like they're, they're coming across the border and going into people's yards and stealing their cattle. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They took our jobs. Yeah, they're down. So that's cattle Houston rustling. Is, that's Houston a whole is thing. known for for cattle, of course. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> backyard cattle, downtown <laughs> cattle. <laughs> Basement cattle. Basement Everywhere, cattle. really. <laughs> the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's the advantage. You're I mean, a couple hundred miles off. The Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> they come in through Galveston, I heard. 
Yeah. The cows swim right up to the island of Galveston. Yeah, I, don't care any, I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, Houston's like one of the worst places I've ever been. Oh, yeah? Tell us about it's how awful. bad Houston is. Uh, it's just, there's nothing there. It's boring. I don't know. Hot as hell. I don't know, man. Ghetto boys are from Houston. Sure. So at least it's got something, man. Fifth Ward, yeah, Bloody yeah. Nickel. At least it's got I, something. I was never been to Texas. I'm staying away from I have a top. Ward. Don't go in the summer. <laughs> yeah, never Texas, Texas is the only place, like when um, I was doing stages for NSYNC, we had to do the stages at night because the steel sweat too much during the day. <laughs> Fucking sweat. Steel. Fuck. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, what were we talking about before? A violent way. Doing their thing. New releases. Yeah, what else came out? What else came out? Yeah. Uh, uh, That terror cover of Death Threat. I haven't seen that. I didn't see that. Oh, that came out yesterday, maybe? Yeah. it's great. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how you guys feel, but last days and peace and security death threat are untouchable, mm-hmm. like nearly perfect hardcore records. So I think that nearly is un- unnecessary. Those records are fucking bulletproof front to back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, I'm drawing a blank on the song that they did. Somebody look it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they did Dead at Birth. Dead oh, at really? Birth, that's the name of it. Uh, how's it sound? I think it's Born to Expire, and I'm like, that's not it. Good. It, it It's great. I mean, it's fucking terror doing Death Threat. Like, yeah. You know? Very cool. <sighs> what a new Just kind of out of nowhere, just out there, no fanfare. Just, okay, here you go, Death Threat cover. Is that what? Who? Where did it come out on? Like on a record? Spotify. It's on Spotify. What's on Spotify? So I don't know if there's going to be a record because when you go to the Spotify thing, it's like a two song EP, and the other song is uh, the the hate song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What else came out? What else came out? No, it's a good listen. It's not, not, it's not a record, but the, the last 185 Miles South podcast has got a pretty mm-hmm. cool uh, Earth Crisis Firestorm retrospective, which I thought was pretty cool. I so like let me ask, because I haven't listened to it. Yeah. How, how, long, like, how long do they talk about three songs? Well, he has, he, they have these, uh, they talk about the uh, record. They, talk, they have some like, uh, testimonials from people. Then they mm-hmm. talk to Carl for a little bit, and then they have some more testimonials. Okay. And I thought it was cool that Carl said basically Firestorm was like a black about the Black Panthers, which I didn't. I guess I didn't put together before, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, it it's interesting. Sense. It's interesting that he says that, and I'm not saying that he's like revising history or anything because that would totally make sense. But it's mm-hmm. interesting that he says that mm-hmm. because some people have tried to repaint Firestorm as a racist song. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the like the welfare generation line, um, and like just the tone of it. Some people have tried to repaint it as being like 
wink, wink, nod, nod, racist. Well, in the in the in the California takeover, they sent out to the Black Panther Party. Yeah, and that's a nineteen ninety six. I'm not saying that. I'm not yeah. saying he's revising history or anything. I'm just saying that that it's an interesting. It's interesting that that he's saying like Firestorm was inspired by the Black Panther Party, but some people are like, "That's not racist." Like, where's the disconnect? It's kind yeah. of interesting too that he would. He pretty much said it like he felt like Firestorm was their first record and not the other Seven Inch. All Out War. I yeah. I, I I I get it because yeah. like All Out War is so different from yeah. Firestorm and everything later. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I get it. I guess I didn't know they went to Mars to record that, and like I, I guess I never, I never read that. <laughs> but they yeah. talked about they talked about it on the on the podcast. I'm sure that was pretty wild because it seems like anything coming out of Mars was like there was some sketchy shit happening. Yeah, but I mean, one of the best records of all time, no doubt. No one doubt. The, what do you guys best, think? One of the best edge anthems of all time, no doubt. Absolutely. And when I say I say uh, I say the second song when I'm saying the one of the best edge anthems of all time. I was confused and thought you were saying that the band No Doubt recorded a record at Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I haven't be been sleeping enough. Maybe they did. Maybe oh, they demoed there. <laughs> Maybe they demoed there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a night unyielding to the X, I'm crucified. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unseen Holocaust, such a great song, too. It's like that. They were they were great, or they whatever they're they're great. They are great. That's that seven inch is fantastic. There's not a bad song on it, yeah. and anyone who thinks so and claims to be sober or straight edge needs to rethink their life. <laughs> I was watching a video of them on YouTube from I think Gilman Street from like 2012, and they I think they opened with Firestorm. Back in the day, they used to. I thought it was interesting, and they closed yeah. with Gamora's season ends. But yeah, it was awesome. That, that was how they did it. Now yeah. it's kind of reversed. Would Earth Crisis be better or worse if somebody had taken away Carl's thesaurus? No, that that makes them, dude. <laughs> yeah, they would. They would. Yeah, they would be worse. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just because good, then like, it would just be a metal band. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they're great. I mean, I was thinking the Wrath of Sandy today. Like such a good song, Wrath of Sandy. <laughs> so good, such a good band. Like. Undeniable. Mm -hmm. So that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, they played here on the California takeover uh redo. Yeah. They were they were fucking unbelievable. Yeah, they were just so good. Like they're they're such a good band. And like I'm for a lot of people like blah blah Earth Crisis did blah 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 blah. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I've I've always said that while the full Earth Crisis catalog isn't for me because it goes a little too far into the metal weeds for me. I will always respect Earth Crisis because they took the message to where it needed to be heard instead mm -hmm. of like, you know, preaching to the converted. And then they'll always have my respect for that. And the one guy was saying, like, don't you think you're kind of responsible for some of the, like, you know, the stuff? And he's like, he's like, every, it's like everyone was responsible. Everyone took part in like kind of building a more, you know, plant based world yeah. where there's more options and stuff. And it's yeah. Just, yeah. You yeah. You, you were shouting out a lot of those cross, like early cross bands. Like all yeah. those uh, like conflict and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I thought was yeah. I mean, though, like the, the the people who were vegan in the late '80s and early '90s, that's where they got a lot of it. Like they weren't like, regardless of what people want to say now, they weren't getting it from fucking vegan right. Yeah, like right. vegan right got it from conflict. Everybody was getting it from conflict. 
Yeah. And even like the industrial scene, because there were more vegans and vegetarians definitely. in the industrial scene than there definitely. were the hardcore scene. Yeah, definitely. You know, and then, you know, Vegan Right tried to rewrite it like they did it, like they were ground zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think they might be like the first band that kind of like they were it, they stayed it. Like I think everyone else before them like kind of fucking took off, sold out, did whatever. But they have been it since they've been about it since they have done it. And I think well, that's cool. Rat from Statement, because Statement was a one man band uh, that was on Hardline Records. Mm-hmm. He still is, as well, far as I know. A band, one man band, man. Yeah, one man band. Although there were some changes, but, yeah. but you know, but it but it's it's the ideology of Earth Crisis that stayed true. Definitely, like you don't got to make any excuses for them or anything. Like some other bands, like you know, it's just they're it, and that's part of what makes them so awesome. So, yeah, shout out Earth Crisis. <laughs> shout out Dennis, ramming speed, Dennis. <laughs> Shout out Path of Resistance first album, which I revisited recently. So good. Lyrics mm-hmm. on it, so good. So <laughs> good. Everything about it. Like that it's... record, and I've said it. Perfect. I'm gonna stop talking now because you guys need to do some talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that like the like the the feel, like against the world, like feel of that record, perfect. Like me perfectly. Like that, that's I could take that, like here. This is this is how I feel about the world at large. And that's it's perfect. That's how I feel about the path of resistance. Right. Which I right. kind of didn't feel like you... that way before, but I mean I, I guess I did, but like looking back, it was there the whole time, you know. I'm gl- I'm glad you I'm glad you arrived here. Because <laughs> somebody would be like, How do you view the world? Listen to this. Exactly. It's perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. How about you guys? What do you think? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do I think about Path? I like them, but I don't think it's as I mean, like, I have to revisit it, I guess, but Read along with it. Read along with it. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna, I, will. I will. But I mean, I prefer Earth Crisis all day and every day. And like, if I want to listen to something like that, I'll listen to Earth Crisis. Yeah. So if the, if the Path record had just had Carl singing on it, it would be significantly better. But and basically it, fucking, right. it fucking rips regardless. But DJ wrote a lot of those lyrics. That's fine. So. I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not gonna name names, but one of the one of the vocalists uh, leaves a bit to be desired for for my taste. Fair enough. I think that might be as far as like official like retail recordings. I think that might be the best that Carl's ever sounded to me. Mm-hmm. And I uh, agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Much like the the uh way it is youth of today songs that's the best youth of today ever sounded it's funny you say retail because the 93 demo yeah 100 percent. that 93 demo that that firestorm demo is like that sounds like a fucking like if if an actual war got distilled into a human voice it is it's fucking insane it is an unhinged vocal performance in the best way imaginable definitely and like it it makes me think that maybe my head's gonna explode if I listen to one more second of it. It's so fucking hard. Yeah, it's so good. I don't have that. I never heard it. Ninety-three. Uh, you need to. Yeah, you need uh, to. Come on, Derek. It's on. Dump YouTube. it into the Google Drive. It's on YouTube. Yeah. 
It's so it's like everywhere. Firestorm, and the way Firestorm starts with the taxi driver sample, so good. <laughs> it's mm. that oh demo God, is yeah. why I don't, I why I don't view Firestorm, the Firestorm seven inch, as favorably as most people do, because mm-hmm. I just want it to be that demo. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm not trying to be like, oh, the, the fucking demo is better, guy, but like that demo is better. Yeah, just songs from the first seven inch on there. It's eco side, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I guess I do have to hear it, but I hate listening to music on YouTube. It's like the worst format. <laughs> I, I feel like somebody can drop it into the Google Drive. I, I'll probably work, I'll work on that right now, actually. So, what else are we talking about? Enough, enough Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> and freaking, well, well, one more than like, like, uh, you know, like, uh, what's the, what's the song on the B side? I can't think of it right now. Unseen Holocaust. Yeah, Unseen Holocaust. Such a good song. Like such mm-hmm. good subject matter. Like, ding, ding, so ding. good. Yeah, it's so it's freaking good. It's interesting hardcore trends of, and I might go on a little bit of a soapbox here, but it's interesting hardcore trends and what people care about or rally about because right in that time, uh indigenous rights and indigenous exploitation and stuff like a lot of bands were talking about those things split lip night 92 93 94 and that's a big reason why rage against the machine talked about those things and took it to an even bigger audience Mm -hmm. Uh, and then everyone just stopped talking about it yeah like 95 nobody was talking about it anymore it's like all right well we talked about it time to go on to the next one yeah, anyone that had like a a platform that really be heard wasn't talking about it because there were still bands doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just the, yeah, but like even I level. feel like I feel like even Rage Against the Machine stopped talking about it. Yeah, yeah. like they went more like full communist instead of <laughs> you know here's here's things that you should know about. Speaking of them. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest, weirdest freaking news story is about how people didn't know that what kind of band they were. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, how is that possible? <laughs> Never underestimate the stupidity of conservatives. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but like, but you gotta remember, like I said this in I said this in our little chat. They're one of their most known things they, they did was protest the Democratic DNC. Because they deserve it. So, in a two <laughs> right, but in a two party system, and people who aren't really educated about things, mm-hmm. well, they protest against Democrats, so they must agree with what I think. Yeah, and they and they don't listen past "Killing in the Name of," and yeah. they don't actually listen to the lyrics of "Killing in the Name of." Like they're not reading the lyrics; they're just hearing what they think they hear and repeating that, whether it's the right lyrics or not. Yeah, so weird. You know, because like if you don't read the lyrics and you just like are hearing it. The whole thing about uh, the thing about like some officers, something, something are burning crosses. Like the way the some way of those that work forces the same that burn crosses. Yeah. Yes, the way that flows. If you're not really listening, you know what the fuck he's saying. And if you don't understand what he's saying, you still don't know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, no lyrics you know, are there. So they're they're just they're just there for the chorus. So freaking weird. It, it blows my mind. Yeah. It, it just blows my mind that people didn't understand what, what they were about. <laughs> like, what? I mean, and, and unlike the boys, we know that that one's true because 
during a lot of the like protests of 2020, you saw like hillbilly conservatives singing killing in the name of you know like the exact same people are mad at D Snyder. Yeah. When because they just decided to hear we're not gonna take it as some conservative rallying cry when you know in reality they, they have no fucking idea that they're talking about like a, a really like fucking gender bending guy with a fucking perm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Who's not at all saying what they think he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you know, uh D Snyder, um, Bob Denver and Frank Zappa went up against uh the PMRC yeah. because That's of cool. uh the explicit yeah. lyric thing, and that was um Tipper Gore deep in the Democrat camp. So yeah, once yeah. again they just see these people are against the Democrats, so they agree with me. You know, it's I'm so glad I don't think that like simply, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it is. It's so absurd. I'm glad I look a little bit deeper. <laughs> yeah. And and that takes me to another point that I feel that for a lot of us, I you maybe looking deeper is what led us to hardcore punk, or maybe hardcore punk showed us how to look deeper. Mm-hmm. But like with everything that's going on right now, the past month, you know, even the past two or three years, beyond the conspiracy theories, beyond the division, mm-hmm. like the real, the deep root of these things. Uh, and if you're not, if you're in a band and you're not talking about any of this, what makes you any different than top forty bands, other than chord progression or tuning? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how is hardcore, for the most part, any different than Harry Styles or Taylor Swift, who I think sometimes Taylor Swift might have more political songs than hardcore bands? Yeah. I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure she... I'm like, I'm but you sure know what I'm saying. Yeah. Come on, shake it off. That That's about, that's about the... Uh... That's about the the incident at Smith College in 2007. <laughs> 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 uh, but but you know what I'm saying? Like there's you know there are some mainstream artists who try to slyly throw some politics into their music. Like Aaron, uh, like what's that guy, the singer from Stain, Aaron Lewis? <laughs> oh, man. I like it when it's more I mean, subtle, like Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. and Eric I mean, unfortunately it's it's the wackadoos doing it but you know it it i i see very few i don't see as many political hardcore bands as there were uh i mean there are definitely some you know yeah. regional justice center few others mm-hmm. um you know, or maybe I'm just not hearing it in their stuff. Maybe they are like really saying something other than friends in the streets, hardcore, <laughs> uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, lot, lot of bands talking loud, ain't saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know who, who I really loved on that level was Lion of Judah. Yeah. Were they you listen political? to that? I do not. I'm I mean, not deeply. 
they I want to say their demo was like 2004 for seven inch and like 2005. And then they kept putting out some stuff con pretty consistently for a while, but like they were way ahead of the curve as far as a lot of that stuff. Like they had songs about decriminalizing weed songs about um, songs about like, you know, women's bodily autonomy, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, demonizing, demonizing poor people uh, for, shit like like if they get into drugs to deal with how shitty their fucking reality is in you know like trapped in poverty in the inner city mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that was really kind of ahead of the curve as far as stuff that's kind of mainstreamed now that it that was not you know mm -hmm. 15 17 years ago yeah and yeah i mean I thought that band was great. They were one of the bands that came up from the, the demise of Desperate Measures. Mm -hmm. But they're, they have kind of a really weird sort of sound to them. But they were, they were doing stuff that other bands were not really doing at the time. And mm -hmm. I, I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, even like that, even that level of commentary, social commentary is missing from. And maybe it's just because the trend right now is beat down. And it's hard to work like social commentary into revenge music, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, it's just something I was thinking about the other day. Like, how is it any different than anything else that's going on? I mean, I get it. I think uh, a band like Napalm that probably is more political to say than most hardcore bands. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like they've always had more political to say than most hardcore bands. Yeah, they did. But at, like as Alex was saying, like a, a band like Monster X had all the same messages, you know, legalized mm -hmm. drugs or decriminalized drugs. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that stuff's always there. You just got to look harder. Yeah, I mean, two thousand four might have been more of a drought of that stuff then i would i would say yeah considering that like 2004 from my my perspective was a pretty i mean if it wasn't like metalcore or something like that it was you know pretty much born from the floor punch scene and there wasn't a whole lot being said there on, on a social commentary level it's tough because the 90s were so political like absurdly yeah. political like yeah. it was crazy like it was everywhere and i'm not saying that needs to come back like i'm not saying that needs to come back you know like but... i think it's it's important to contextualize it too with the historical events taking place because if you look at granted we all look at george bush at this point in a totally different way Strategery. but at that time when when it was like pretty close post 9-11 there was remarkable unity uh, by by the standard of our current political climate, as far as people being like, well, this is a this is a wartime. We've been attacked, and I I think that a lot of that kind of comes through. Whereas you know you look at Reagan, like the Reagan era, when you have this sea change in uh, in the politics of the country, where you see all these political bands pop up, and then as stuff kind of calms down a little bit, it it kind of goes by the wayside at the same time there was a lot of stuff that was like bigger hardcore bands around that time like even if you look at 
the suicide file of writing, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck Fox News in what, 2003? I mean, that was like, that stuff was kind of, that was out there. But at the, at the same time, I, I, I totally agree that it was a lull, but it wasn't, the scene wasn't totally devoid of it. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, every single fucking person uh, is radicalized politically for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, and it, it I, seems like the only ones who are vocal are influenced by questionable sources that they swear are the truth. Yes, definitely true. <laughs> I have no idea who you might be referring to. We'll move right along. <laughs> uh, you write any political lyrics, Derek? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Some, maybe. I mean, I'd have to look through, but nothing like super overtly like mm-hmm. I try to write personal stuff, you know, what I'm yeah. doing in the moment. Like uh, if something like in the news like affects me a certain way, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, you know, address it. Like yeah. I think I have a song. Well, I have a song about you know, like my reaction to George Floyd getting murdered, mm-hmm. seeing it right on, you know, stuff like that. I guess that's political, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Definitely. True. How about you? I mean, I think with Black X, I wrote some. I mean, they're more they're personal, but they. I guess. I guess. I think. I think when you're black. Your personal, your personal is politics, kind of, because it's everything is like, at least I see it. Everything is like, kind of like, is kind of trying to hold you back a little bit. So that's just kind of how it, I think it is for me. Um, in that new band, I wrote in well, the new band Holdout. <laughs> the song, uh, what song is it? The uh, what's the why do you, the why do you say what you say? Song is kind of about like. Uh, a lot of people say that like you know like when people the what people say doesn't matter and it, it really freaking does like mm-hmm. like get, like get over it and like you think you should be able to talk however the fuck way you want like bullshit like everything affects people and maybe you should have a little bit of empathy for people like when you're i don't know if that's political but it's you definitely it's have definitely a for social what, commentary definitely like people don't have enough empathy people don't give a shit about what other people like are well, going through or People also are trying, some people are also trying to use, they're weaponizing their words and then trying to make you feel bad when you hear what you hear them say. Yeah. Because sometimes it may be a degree of misunderstanding. Other times it's like the speaker trying to come off as so lofty and high-minded that they're actually really saying some dumb shit to you. Mm-hmm. but when you get upset they're like you just don't understand what i'm saying and it's like no i understand what you're saying you don't understand what you're saying yeah i was you know, oh, yeah i'm, I I'm seeing that a bit Sorry. i'm seeing that a bit like i had an epiphany at work the other day about like this same subject about like this like we had a flood in our store right and like mm-hmm. there's a corner of the store that kind of smells a little weird and like <laughs> so i mean i don't i don't really smell it anymore but like and we have a basement that uh, there's some must coming out of there too. And like this old lady came in and she like, the, she came in once and said how it smelled in the store. And she came out a second time. So like, it still smells in here. 
And I'm thinking about how like annoyed I was that she said that. And think about like, I get annoyed by that. And think about how someone would get annoyed if you talked about something that they couldn't change about themselves. And like, you just hit them. Like if I got so annoyed about that, how that affects someone who's like, for whatever you say about them and, and like how that would affect them when this store thing, which is effect is like, who cares? Like this fucking lady's like got a chip on her shoulder. She's just a freaking like, whatever she is. She's just mad at the world. But like, imagine how also like, you don't know. She could be allergic to mold. Maybe that too, but maybe she should say that. And (laughs) that little moldy section is she's having an, 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 it's having an effect on her. But the same, at the same time, like it's like how that, that, affects me like think about how that affects like a person when you say something about their like them personally and how like maybe you should have a little bit of empathy that's what capo says i don't know i'm still gonna say some personal shit about some people so because i understand what i'm saying and i know the effect that it's gonna have and i want that effect well that's different (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of jerky but it's what it is it's what it is purposeful in what i say but as you said before, like people say shit, they don't understand what like they don't understand what they're doing and they don't want yeah. to understand what they're doing and they don't care to understand how what they say. Like you could say something about someone and it could affect them and you'd be like, well, fuck them anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, enough of that. Enough of enough of my sensitivity about things. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh wow! Like I get, I get offended when people when people think that certain people I work with are running the place, <laughs> and I think it comes from it comes from a bit of racism. When like people come into my store and they d- decide that this like older per- old white guy is the guy running the show, and he doesn't come off that way at all. But right. Well, the devil's advocate, the person that you're talking about probably misleads people into thinking that he runs the store. I will <laughs> not comment on that. <laughs> you yeah. can comment <laughs> but anyway, or he doesn't correct them, I don't think. <laughs> but whatever. I don't want to get off on work shit. <laughs> right. Anyhow, we're all a team. <laughs> or something. Or something. Like spoken like the the boss. <laughs> yes i got it everything i have to say has to be like a team like i have to nothing is i everything is we we are a team so everything has to be that way and i believe it i think to a degree believe it because it and we're all responsible for whatever well i'm ultimately responsible but we're all responsible for the things that happen and people shouldn't act like they're you know whatever it's, let's, let's not talking about work <laughs> i think we're boring alex <laughs> <laughs> we're boring the people listening <laughs> anyway so where, where were we we're still listening where were we in hardcore, <laughs> where were we in hardcore? so what's what's are who's playing like uh sound and fury that's coming up like next week right oh i don't know you'd have to pull that lineup up i have no clue i couldn't tell you a single band that's playing but i remember looking at it and thinking that's a fucking good lineup yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, pull it up we'll go through the list We'll give a thumbs up or thumbs yeah. down for each We'll band. give our opinions on some shit. All right, I got the list. You want to hear it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Are we getting in trouble for this? Just Probably. one band at a time. Okay. Uh, Angel, this is all now back order. Angel Dust. They're terrible. Stop. <laughs> That's, uh, they are for a particular fan base. 
Yeah, but I will say that talking about idiots? no, no. What and a thing that Angel Dust does is like Angel Dust shows are very inclusive and everybody's involved and everybody's into it. And not you can't say that for every band. Well, that's a, that's a cool vibe, but also they should be good while they do that. That I mean, the opinions expressed by Al is not the opinions of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people go to their shows, so somebody's liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, am not a fan of like of Angelus, but I think, yeah, I think what I think what Chris is talking about is cool. Like, I think that that's a good that's a good vibe. You know, bring you know bring everyone up front and yelling their heads off about different things. So I think that's cool. Anyway, sometimes sometimes that uh, you know makes I don't know like makes the show enjoyable. Like, you might not like that band, but at least you can like the reaction they get or like what they do live yeah i don't know like, and who I said you're not positive like, what's that and who said you're not positive he's very uh, sweet right now not spicy. <laughs> <laughs> very sweet Dude, I, I got in the sun today i feel good <laughs> <laughs> anxious they're playing they're cool yeah, i like them fan of anxious i'm, I'm not, not, not a super fan know, but i enjoy them from what I heard of them, it just sounded like an like a You're like an adjacent like, band, right? Kind of an adjacent, like an alternative band, right? Yeah. I, I, I think that they're a band that's yeah, I think they're a band that's a little more influenced by alternative than say Discord. Yeah. Well looking down this list though, there's a, I think there's a good there's a lot of good diversity here, but we'll keep going. Broken Vow is playing. Good. They're cool. I think, they, I think they played with Spaced a few times. I think so. Name with Broken Vow? That's awesome. Edge. Yeah, I think so. Oh, and they played with Spaced wait, a few times. Broken Vow? They're from so. the Northeast because I know Space has done a bunch of dates with them. So. Yeah, they're. I think they're a little heavier. Like. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Creeping Death? No idea. Any, any of you guys? The name makes me, <laughs> name makes me not want to check them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Metallica song, right? No Death. Yeah, that's why I have no idea. Yeah. Drain. I mean, drain, drain. 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 <laughs> you know, you'd have drain. to wash. Was that? You'd have to wash, right? Have they played Buffalo yeah. Drain? I don't think so. No. That's yeah. for you guys to answer. <laughs> we, talk, we were talking about Drain last week because, uh, well, it'll be next week because we're going to put this out on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah brandon like he's he's like knows like a lot of people in that scene which is we thought that's kind of a cool discussion about that and stuff so that was pretty cool fiddlehead fiddle no i missed drug church drug church is playing oh drug church yeah love drug love church it. yeah you guys got you guys turned me on to them yeah, yeah so good i think that uh they can fuck off until patrick keeps buffalo's name out of his mouth i mean that's a bad thing but they're a good band if you're looking for a great oh, wait, drug church the song, guys, in they're on X. Was that? That's the guy. That's the band that guy is in. Yeah, Drug Church. Mm. <laughs> you starting? You starting? I don't think they're a bad band in a vacuum. Mm. But also, if you're that vocal of a dickhead about something that matters to me, then you can fuck right off. What? Yeah, I got. I got to back that. I'll give you all gotta tell me because I don't I don't listen to fucking jackasses talk. 
So like really? like like uh, like us jackasses. Yeah. <laughs> you jackasses are fine. <laughs> All right, my Buffalo jackasses can go fuck themselves. There's a lot of Buffalo beef on that podcast, but we'll we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> fiddlehead. Really cool, you know, fiddlehead yeah. man. I love them. I I think that I think that band is great at what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Gun. And they they sound like they don't sound like a hardcore band, uh, yeah. but when they play, they definitely have much more of a hardcore energy than like the like indie emo energy that you might hear uh, on their records. You know what? I don't like like the singer. What's the singer's that band's name? Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn. Yeah. That's- like I don't like. The, well, I don't really like this band. I mean, they're okay. I don't really like uh, what's the other band he's in. Freaking, like, have, heart. have heart. Yeah, sorry, I should know that. But that dude's energy is really good. I think like watching them, like watching videos of them and stuff, like super, like great positive energy from that dude. Yeah, so. this is his. Like, I I really like Pat a lot. Yeah, this is his first band that I've actually like, actively liked. Yeah, I'll, I'll revisit them. I just haven't had this had a chance to sit down with them, but. Gun G U N N. Know anything about that? No man? idea. No. Alex Gun. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Ingrown. <laughs> Another heavy band. Are they? Yeah. 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 I think they're a Midwest band. I think they're from Michigan, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Cool. Koyo. Your guys' favorite band. <laughs> I'm not. A, I. <laughs> I mean, they're they're. I gonna say something positive, so I'm gonna say something freaking positive. Hard working band. It's like I think they just toured with um I can't think of, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> Knock loose. They toured with Knock Loose. Mm. Um I don't know. You know, emo, they're bringing emo back, all that good stuff. I don't want to be negative, so I'm not gonna be negative. So you know, that. I I hear that they're an incredible live band. Their records do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I would approach that band with skepticism, but still an honestly open mind based on some people whose opinions I, I trust and respect that really, really like them. Yeah, let's, let's, let's be real as much as we can be without being jerks <laughs> on all of this stuff. Military Gun's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I haven't really listened to a whole lot of them, but I like the vibe. It's like, you know, is that kind of discordy? Would you would you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a Discordy through like a grunge lens. Yeah. Well, grunge is cool, man. <laughs> listen to listen to milk teeth. Listen to milk teeth. No milk teeth. Great, like like not current, but like 2015 to 2020 grunge grungeish band. So good. Anyway, <laughs> no pressure. And, you know, people go on about how great No Pressure is, but Seven Inch did absolutely nothing for me, so I didn't bother with the full length. For some reason, like their their videos keep coming up in my YouTube feed, and I think they're I think they're great. Like, really, it's pop punk ish, but I think it's great. I think it's good. I like the energy okay. of it. I think it's cool. It seems to have really I haven't good energy. Seen them, but videos of their shows remind me of like title fight when they were on their way up. Mm-hmm. 
as far as the live experience. They cover Four Punch and Blink-182 live, so that's interesting. (laughs) I think that's fucking cool, man. Both of those bands kick ass. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm, I I don't know anything about the the band that singer if was you in. you pull a Blink One Eight Two record out, you're off the podcast. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right. But anyway, you're out. He's at magazines. Those are magazines, I think, or oh, okay. official programs from the <laughs> 2000 and 2001 tours. <laughs> he, he he swerved you. <laughs> I think it's cool though. It seems it's like paid on a technicality. It seems like the singer from that band plays like he's like in a bigger band, but like he seems like he wants to do like more of like a thing, like a more ground level thing, which I think is kind of cool. You know, so I, I think that's kind of cool. He's got there's hardcore people in the band. That's cool too. Right, what, what are we talking about? Uh, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. I mean, like, drummer from what's the name of it? Regulate the drummer from Regulate and the guitar player from Regulator in that band. So that's oh really? Cool. Kind of a weird because they're from New York and I think they're from California, but I don't forget. I think they're from they're from depending on which guys it is. If it's Body, Body's from New Jersey. Yeah, so it's weird because I think the band, the singer is from California, so it's a weird like mishmash yeah. of like people. But you can do that today. Yeah, you can <laughs> do that today. Yeah. He's got that rock star money. Got that jet. He flies over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right, who's next? Pillars of Ivory. Pillars of Ivory is cool. You like that vibe? Yeah, Jay from Mind Force. Uh no, so from Death Threat that. that. <clears throat> yeah. It's interesting. I, I got a I got a Pillars <laughs> of Ivory shirt <clears throat> and I had to sell it because the edge is strong with me and on the back of the shirt and real small print it said something to the effect of you don't smoke weed stay the fuck away from us <laughs> i'm not wearing the shirt i feel like the show i saw a video they were like popping bottles on stage and shit <laughs> so. probably they're trying they're definitely trying to do like a hip-hop vibe hardcore thing yeah yeah praise polo and polo and blunts yeah what is it praise praise is cool i mean yeah. I, I mean, I like they're they're right. they're yeah, it's cool. Like they're trying to do that revolution summer thing. Yeah, that new record does fucking nothing for me. I like them before that though. Yeah, yeah, the new I record agree. is the just like record... it, it lacks any energy at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It it does nothing for me. But I think they, I think their earlier stuff is pretty pretty decent. Yeah, I like yeah. It maybe it translates better live. I hope yeah. so. I like it all. I think the new record is good. But I can see why you'd say that, Alex. I can I can see why you'd say that. Scowl, scowl, I mean, scowl, scowl, scowl is gonna be, you know, the next the next big thing. Yeah, yeah. They're at the oh. forefront of that whole thing. I mean, it's all downhill from Madison Square Garden. I hope they understand that. Stop. But <laughs> no, for for real, like you play, you're a hardcore band that plays Madison Square Garden. Where's our left to go? I don't know. Where is our left to go? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. And I'm not saying that, like, in a negative way. I'm just saying that, like, you played Madison Square Garden. You, you sang a song with Limp Biscuit. Where does it go from there? Like, if you were going to stay a hardcore band, like, it's all downhill from there. If you're going to turn into, like, that, okay, cool. You, you the, the world is wide open. The, the opinions of Chris White do not necessarily reflect the opinions <laughs> of the Nickel City Soundtrack <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Not, but whatever, I mean, that's cool. Like, I know people, dumb people, are gonna be mad about what you just said. Like, 
too freaking bad. Like, let's just talk frankly. Like, there's too many podcasts that talk. They don't say anything that's... There's too many podcasts... I'm not interested in pumping rainbows up people's asses. Right. Let's say, like, there's too many podcasts that are just press releases for bands so that they can be friends with them. But seriously, we're talking about these bands. Like, check them out. Right? Yeah. We're t- like, check them out. You know, we, we, we don't hold the freaking... Uh, the we don't hold the we don't keep the gate like you can check out these bands. <laughs> well, one of us like does. Them. Y'all don't. Cares <laughs> of what I think. That's what I yeah. say. But hopefully you're entertained by by this talk. So cool. All right, Soulblind. I do not know them. Yeah. Unknown to me. They toured with. I, they were on that that drug church tour. But I don't know a whole lot about them. I don't know how I feel about the name. The name really makes me think like. Indie, like not even, not even like indie rock, but like '90s alternative with white guy dreadlocks. Soul Asylum. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like totally like that. So I'm not so well, sure no, about the name. Like the name might keep me away from them. I would expect Unless at least one person in a band with that name to to be wearing a Sublime shirt when they play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and and if, if, if we're totally wrong on that, hit the Instagram and tell us. Tell us we need to check this band out. But like yeah. as it stands right now. Eh, yeah, the name the name gets up. Uh, maybe they kick uh, ass. Maybe they do. Like maybe they're like the fucking greatest thing since Turnstile. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> Speed is good if you're into that like type of stuff. They're from Australia. I, they are from, yeah, Australia. from Australia. Yeah. I enjoy some speed. They're, and I have enjoyed some speed. <laughs> Another heavy band. Yeah. Yeah, like in that kind of like influenced by New York hardcore type band. Yeah. 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 The gang um, called Speed. Yeah. Tsunami. Come on. You know my feelings on Tsunami. What are your feelings on Tsunami? The world doesn't know. I fucking love I fucking love Tsunami. <laughs> that's no, not traditionally, for me. Traditionally I love hardcore bands that don't fucking know how to spell their own names. <laughs> it's um, by design, man. <laughs> but I, dude, I don't think Marauder was by design. Yeah, it was not. They had no idea. Yeah, they just guessed. It yeah. was close. Jorge knocks on your door tomorrow. You better watch out. <laughs> I think that he is wonderful. He wasn't. He wasn't in the band when they named it. So if Minus knocks on your door tomorrow, just don't answer. <laughs> I don't like the whole like tsunami thing. I don't. That's not. That's not for me. And I know it's not for everyone, and generally it's not for me. But there's just something about tsunami. I am a tsunami stand, yeah, all the way, yeah. Like I am awesome. fucking all about it. Nice, yeah. Okay, super heaven. RBS man. Super heaven. Do we know about super heaven? No. no. Is that even a hardcore band? Like, isn't that like a shoegaze black metal band? <laughs> no, I've I've heard the name, or maybe I'm thinking of Death Heaven. Death Heaven, that's what I'm thinking of. They're an alternative rock band from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. As mm. as their Wikipedia says. <laughs> so, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so Super Heaven. So. Doto right. in effect. Is that what Doylestown goes by? Yeah, you used Dota. to. I don't know if it still does. We used to have a store in Doylestown. Jack's Cameras had a store in Doylestown. Mm. Is that near Philly? Yeah. Okay. Sort of, yeah. Like, um, the... Like, the dudes who were in like Letdown and Mother of Mercy, those bands, they're from Doylestown. Okay. Which yeah, like, like a guy just or two from Rain Supreme. As, 
yeah, they're accepted as, you know, Philadelphia hardcore, but okay. they're originally from Doylestown. Cool. Yeah. Big, b- big laugh. We know what about big laugh. Nope. Anybody? I don't know about the name, but nope. No. We should have a, we should have a episode where we, like these bands, we, bands. Know, we should like this, try to figure out what they sound like and then listen to them and see what they really sound like. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I'm down. Yeah, really good idea. I like this. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Co- Cola boy, and boy has two Y's. You, you know uh, the look of sh- like dismay on our faces. No, and probably not going to find out. And even if someone's like, "Yeah, no, dude, they're like the new Hatebreed," don't care. This is interesting. <laughs> like, look at look at Cola boy. Like, go look up Cola boy. Well, you tell me because I'm not. He's a musician or is a musician activist. Um, okay. He's in the disco genre, but. Stop. He, Just stop there. Well, hold on. This guy. Um, he was born with spina bifida, kyphosis. I was about scoliosis. to say, like, okay. I'm glad that you said that before I said something fucked up. It might be interesting to check him out, though. I would definitely yeah, check maybe. him out. Based on what I'm yeah, reading here. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Gate Creeper? Gate Creeper, good metal, man. I yeah. dig it. Are they from the Midwest? That I cannot say. I don't know where they're from. They sound kind of Midwestern now that you mention it. They're from, but they're, from uh, they're from Tucson, Arizona. The Midwest <laughs> of the West. They're all toxin. What was that? So is that there? <laughs> are we sounding old right now because we don't know who these people are? <laughs> we don't know half of this shit. I'm surprised. Oh, Chris, knows, Chris is the oldest one here. He knows most of it. Yes, yeah, because Chris is freaking the real freaking deal. <laughs> he's, he's on the pulse of it all. So when these motherfuckers I, I say like old people think old people are out of touch, I just present to you Chris Wyatt like to get the fuck out. <laughs> You Get may not like out. what I say, but I can have the conversation. Definitely. You know what you're fucking talking about. So if you don't, like, fuck you. If you don't think an old guy can know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about. All right. God's Hate by the band's God's Hate on the album God's Hate with the song God's Hate. Come on. Come on. <laughs> fucking God's Hate is the fucking one of the greatest things that happened in the last however many years. On Come paper, on. on paper, I have no fucking interest in this band. In practice, the, the caveman switching my brain flips and they fucking move. <laughs> Yeah, that record is awesome, and thank you for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> that I fucking love it. I'm I'm gonna I don't know when, but I'm gonna get be harder tattooed on my fingers. Yeah. Nice, awesome. I got I got to not work for a couple of weeks when I do it. <laughs> All right, gridiron. Love you know, it. love it. Yeah, I, I the seven inch did nothing for me, but the fucking LP, like yeah, fucking the LP. I remember like, I saw a video of them. The I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> then I listened to them. Actually, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Like, yeah, that is this is awesome. The like the the swagger, the the vibe, so freaking good, dude. It's so good. It's, it's well done what they do. I don't appreciate it as much as you guys, but it, I can I can recognize that it's it's special. Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> you see that video? Really they, did, they did a, a video in a pool. I did not. 
It just yes. came out. Oh, I, I did see I, that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I can't watch that. The dude's like moshing on the top of the pools. Like, I, I can't watch this. <laughs> it's only good fun. I enjoy you, but I can't do it. <laughs> Gulch. It might, this, this might be like our last show, maybe. I think it is. Yeah, Gulch. I mean, or Gulch gonna, is Gulch, you know? Or if they're going to close it out. Love them or hate them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah It'll probably band, be crazy, too. That band's live show like fucking smokes yeah almost any other current band like they're just so fucking intense yeah. and kids go nuts they lose their minds like legitimately lose their minds yeah yeah really cool um magnitude oh oh magnitude yeah i was like wait i don't know yeah magnitude is decent yeah. like i always i kind of maybe unfairly lump magnitude and inclination like i always think of magnitude and inclination together and inclination is the band i prefer but magnitude is definitely solid yeah it's yeah. just weird to hear it said out loud magnitude <laughs> magnitude, magnitude. <laughs> like magnitude <laughs> where are they from magnitude they're from like north carolina i think yeah that seems right ish Maybe they like Something the name like that, sounds like, like Carolina. North Carolina. So, yeah. All right, freaking Mind Force. Come on, fucking Mind Force staple. You know, you know what's weird? Staple. I saw that the Mind Force demo came out like in 2016. I'm like, how did the Mind Force demo come out in 2016? It seems like they're a lot older of a band than that, but they're not. No, <sighs> they're. I mean, yeah, my fucking Mind Force is great. Yeah. Hudson Valley Zone, Mind Force. Mind Force. I has 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 um I can't think of his name. The guy who does the art. <laughs> his name from Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Yeah, does has he done has he done art for them? I don't not for Mind Force, I don't think. Yeah. There are uh, I think the that charm guy does their art, the I think blue he, guy. I think he's from there, though. I think I think Johnny like oh, is is down with those dudes. That's why I kind of thought maybe it's more work for them. I think he's from the same area they're from. But shout out Johnny. Um, never ending game. Come on, Detroit's yeah. finest. You like that? That's not. <laughs> I, that's I, not I, true. I, Detroit's current finest. <laughs> uh, Razzle Dazzle played a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Grizzle <laughs> Dizzle. Grizzle uh, Dizzle. Yeah, I Grizzle Dizzle. I, <laughs> I enjoy never ending game. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I never really listen to them. I know what they sound like. I watch videos, but I, I haven't like sat down and listened to them or anything like that. I'm one step closer. They're one of my current favorite bands. Like yeah. I think they're so fucking good. Yeah, I don't generally like the style that they play at this mm -hmm. point. Like it's it's a style that I used to really enjoy, a, like you know, fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's a lot less prominent now. But I I think that they execute it so fucking successfully. I think their first record is like perfect cover to cover. The LP not quite as good as that one, but it still yeah. really holds up. And they toured with Drug Church. Speaking of them, like they played that uh, Snapcase show. I thought they were like, even though like they they're probably used to like a crowd, like you know, kind of like being in. Like I thought they performed really well behind the barrier. I thought like yeah. shout out to that. I thought they were I thought they were really good. Which a lot of bands like they don't know what to do. But I thought those mm -hmm. guys like were awesome. 
like a Death Snapcase show. So that that's cool. But the yeah, commanded- I, was, I was talking to their singer after after they played that night. I was hanging out with him and Ron Hill, who uh, shout out Ron Hill. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was saying it was like it was weird, but also they've they've got some experience ending up doing stuff like that. Yeah, I thought they were good. I thought they were good. I'm not, just, I'm not. Go on, sorry. No, it was just like kind of strange because it was like that was a band or that was a show full of hardcore bands, mm-hmm. but it was not a hardcore show. Yeah, you know, it was just it was just strange. yeah. They all did pretty well yeah. though. Like given the given the the. I mean, those guys like those those guys are accustomed to playing with barricades because you know not every show they're doing is like mm-hmm. a free for all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, pity sex. What is pity sex? I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. Bad for someone, so you bang them. (laughs) Is pity sex allowed anymore? Figure that out. (laughs) They're a rock band from Michigan. Full consent, so it's not as pity as you think. They're from. There's a lot of alternative indie bands or bands described that way on on Sound and Fury, which is kind of interesting. It's cool. Trying to break into a new market, maybe. I think it's cool, though. I think it's. You know, you want to. You don't want to be like. You know, you're not called. This is hard. It's work, like so the, uh, have some other bands. It's on. like the. It's like the crazy fest vibe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's true. Yeah, that's very, very. That's a good, good take. Very cool. Crazy fest. I'm sure a lot. I'm sure a lot of these bands will win some new fans when they play in front of these crowds because there's a lot of like adjacent bands, so they'll fit right in mm-hmm. with some of these other bands. Regional Justice Center. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all know what Regional Justice Center is. I didn't see them right. when they played Buffalo because I was out of town, I think. They played at the firm. Did you, you guys go to that? I thought they played at Sugar City. I thought it was the firm. Or was it Sugar City? Ooh. Regional Justice Center. No, I'm saying who does, uh, who did the show? I don't remember. I've probably Evan and them. I don't remember either. That uh, was our pre pandemic. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Show me the body. You know, I've seen that name around, but I haven't heard them. And the name honestly keeps me away. They sound like a new metal band that, that couldn't get their footing. I, I'm not saying anything about the band. Mm-hmm. I've never heard them, but yeah. their name is so bad that it puts me off yeah. because they sound like a new metal band that couldn't hack it in new metal. So just kind of like rebranded themselves as metalcore. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, the opinions yeah, of Alex Bird do not necessarily yeah. reflect the opinions of the Nickel City Soundtrack podcast. The name is not a good name. Yeah. They're from New York City. Yeah, they have a band sure they banjo Yeah, that? they're there? not from New York City. Where are they from? There's no banjos allowed. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, like they, they might be from like some fucking Brooklyn they're like, plus fund area, but they're not like... <laughs> or, or they're like fucking dorks from Missouri that moved to New York yeah, for moved to New York City. dropped out and started yeah. the band. Yeah. So what's his face? It's Barty Strange. I'm gonna shout out Barty Strange. He's from Oklahoma, but he moved to New York, moved to Brooklyn, and he started a band with a bunch of people, a bunch of people who were transplants. Some band, what were they called? They were called like uh Transplants. No. <laughs> what were they called? <laughs> I don't know. He started a band, but then he started Barty. Then he did his solo thing. But shit, listen to Barty Strange because Barty Strange is freaking awesome. Show me and, the uh, body. Alex wasn't too far off with the description, but yeah. they do have like a banjo player. It's like distorted banjo, but it it's not anything I enjoy. 
I want to screenshot Alex's look on his face right now. (laughs) What the? So good. What words did you just say? That's fucking. I'm just curious. That's the name of the episode. Distorted banjo. Why? Why did you subject yourself to that? I. I was. It was during the pandemic. I was just watching Heat Five Six on YouTube, like on my TV, and they came on, and they had a show in Brooklyn, and the show was crazy like people were going nuts and it was cool because like the i'm, I'm not sure if all new york shows are like this but this is the crowd was very diverse group of people yeah and it just, so there is a diverse how before i go first like woman like tall guys black, short guys white, Asian, like everything, everything. Yeah, there's a sub scene in New York that has a very diverse crowd. Like, it almost looks like an 80s crowd, like punk kids, metal kids, hardcore kids. Drew Stone is trying to tap into that. Rebelmatic is big in that scene. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that's where the show me the body. Like, they were clearing like that thing. Yeah, I don't think they're a storefront or something like that. It was, it was. I found it interesting, but I didn't like it, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's about all I got about that. Man. Okay, slow that's bleed. That's all I got to say about that. Slow bleed. <laughs> slow bleed? Is that slow, a band? Or slow is that bleed. Like, uh, oh, slow bleed. <laughs> slow bleed, one word. No idea. They're a death right. metal metalcore band. It seems redundant, but okay. They're from California. <laughs> All right. Of spy. course they are. Of we'll course skip. they fucking are. We'll just skip them. Spy. Spy kills. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, Spy's great. They were cool. They were cool when they played. That was a good show. Like that's one of the, That was a really good show, that show in Buffalo. With MS yeah. Paint and Gel and, and uh, that Spy. That show had a fucking great vibe. Every band played really, really well. Yeah. And like every band was is actually like a good band, not just the band that had a good night, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, MS Paint, like like what the hell is MS Paint? But then you see them and like it I thought they were good. So it was pretty cool. It makes sense. Um next band is Terror. Never heard of them. N- never heard of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> They're a death threat cover band. You should check them out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe that should be the name of the episode. Uh, They're a death threat cover band. Terrorist death threat cover band. <laughs> I think I think Volga would freaking find that to be awesome. Actually, I, I would hope. <laughs> I mean, terror is terror. Terror in L.A. Yeah, terror is terror. Terror is a fucking staple. Yeah. Household name. Yeah. So we don't need. To, people know about terror, so we don't need to even talk about them. If you don't know about terror, you need to really question what you're doing. Yeah. The cool thing about Terror, one of the cool things that people have mentioned with the new album coming out is how like they've been around so long that like there's kids, there's a there's pockets of kids got into hardcore with every one of their releases, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, like the your favorite terror record is probably the record that came out when you got into hardcore, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Except the there, last there one's my kids, favorite. So there are kids getting into hardcore who have been into hardcore for a while and there's never not been a terror for them. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I mean, how many, like, what percentage of people at a hardcore show have been around for 20 years plus? Yeah. 
Well, not that high percentage. of a percentage. It depends on where you're at, because here it's a pretty high percent. It's not for where you're from, it's where you're at. Sure. <laughs> Take respect. Take respect. Take respect. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, warfare. Oh, uh, they're all right. Really it's kind of a super group. I, I basically feel the same. Yeah, it's it's kind of a super group. Like Justice is in it. The dude who does Triple B is in it. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of one of those like from all over bands. They're decent. You know, What's they play like, like they try to play. They try to play uh, an older style of hardcore. Yeah. You know, it, they have it's something out? Couple yeah. records. Okay, cool. Like they just put out a full length in the last couple months. Awesome. Warfare. Kind of like wartime. <laughs> yeah. Totally you like, like that. But do you like wartime? Yeah, wartime is great. Yeah. Do y'all know what wartime is? Shout out Andrew Weiss. <laughs> Nobody knows who Andrew Weiss is. <laughs> He's you know it's Rollins and like um, and, and a Andrew Weiss, the bass player from the Rollins band. Or was so there? it's basically yeah, it's it's but it's them doing their interpretation of Go Go. Which, if you don't know, is a musical genre that is very specific to DC and the and the Maryland area around DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that band EU with the song "The Butt" that's like the biggest go-go band that ever was. But um, they're like the whole go-go scene is like it's probably the only truly underground scene left anywhere. Because not many people really know about it, and it's like just a style of music that not many people like outside of DC have any idea about. Okay. But Rollins and Ian McKay were super into Go Go. That's why um, Minor Threat did that show with I think it was Trouble Funk. Yeah. Well, you see that flyer around Trouble Funk was a Go Go band or is a Go Go band, mm-hmm. and uh, so he did wartime and wartime is like his interpretation of go-go. So it's kind of like a cross between Rollins band style, hardcore and go-go. And like, I think it's fucking great. Like I have the record over there. I've been fucking with wartime for like 30 years. Yeah. Uh, You know, when Rollins would just, yeah. Cause Rollins would just do these kind of one-off things. Yeah. You know, wartime is one of those things. And it didn't really hit because like people are like, like what the fuck is this? Yeah, and not understanding the go-go element, they're just like, I, I don't get this. Yeah, is Andrew Weiss from like DC? I'm curious. New Jersey, I thought. I know Andrew Weiss mostly from Pigface, actually. But yeah, wartime, fast food for thought. Yeah, Chicago. He's from Chicago. Mm. He's a Grammy award-winning record producer. That's cool. Crazy. Those early Rollins records are freaking awesome. So good. So really, up the end of silence. After end of silence, it gets a little weird. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But freaking Rollins is Rollins is Rollins. Okay, world peace. World peace. You know, I keep seeing the name, and I keep meaning to check them out. Yeah, I like it. What's it like? Uh, Wait, no, excuse me, wrong band. Never mind. (laughs) What (laughs) band are you thinking of? He's thinking Uh, of We Gotta Know. <laughs> uh, there was a band that played here that I confused. I was I can't remember the name of it. Uh, oh, you're thinking of Perfect World. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Different yeah. bands. Shut up Perfect World. <laughs> I don't I've never I haven't heard both piece. 
Well, Perfect World. Yeah. Shout out Perfect World. I keep I keep meaning <laughs> to check them out. They're from Oakland, it looks like. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Zulu. Come on. Everybody knows. Well, <laughs> maybe not everybody knows about Zulu. The yeah. controversial, the controversial Zulu. Or the controversial. The shirt. controversial fuck Oh, yeah, the shirt. Yeah, the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know a lot of people upset about that. Oh, well. It's too bad oh, for them. Yeah, I get it. Sucks yeah, for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of people are upset about that shirt. What is this? So 17 days until... It's the 30th and for 31st. I wonder if it's outside. It says Exposition Park. Is that outside? That's cool. Probably Section 8 is a plane. Yeah, maybe they're on tour. Yeah, maybe. That's kind of cool. Not not to not to like be mad at other fests, but anyone can bring a camera into into a town Down of Fury. Fury. Yeah, it's kind of cool. To be fair, uh, to be fair, there were too many people taking pictures, and this is hardcore. There yeah. was too oh, many as it was. Yeah, there there were too many as it was. Like they they could have trimmed it down three or four, and it yeah. would have been fine. Or yeah. they could just kick out like fucking six of the stage potatoes that are. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, maybe you know. people shouldn't be standing on stage. Yeah, this, they don't this need to is be there. The one real gripe that I have about that fest is just like how many people are just like hanging out on stage all the time. It, it crowds everything. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Speaking of that too, like not to like not to not to smack talk anyone in particular, but. Uh, I was watching some like guy's YouTube channel. He was talking about like I can't wait for the footage of like this is hardcore, man. You should take more time trying to get to this is hardcore and instead of like waiting for the freaking footage of this is hardcore. Like yeah. get to a show. Like I, it's cool to be able to like if you couldn't make it, make like watch a show, like watch show online. But get to hardcore. Like as Alex says, it's a freaking participation sport. So yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't fucking watch that shit. Like get there and freaking be in it. <laughs> you know. Do that shit, right? Do that shit. Do that shit. Don't wait for like I like like I don't need to I like like seeing it like, like when I see end it, that'll be it. I don't need to watch videos of them after I see them. Like I'll have seen them. Yeah. So you know that'll be yeah. I mean the pictures that I saw, their reaction to this is hardcore was great. Yeah. And I feel like they get a really good reaction in Philly. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they get a good reaction in, in Richmond. I feel like that end it's probably big in Richmond's. They're building, man. They're they're getting they're building. So yeah. Hope hope they do. <laughs> yeah, we'll set up a show. Bring them to Buffalo. See what happens. I th- I think we've talked enough. If you got this far, thanks for listening. Hope you hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Take me to the